Hi, I'm Pastor Dallas Billington, Senior Pastor here at City Church, and we want to welcome you today to our services. We hope that no matter what you're facing in life, that through the message today, through God's Word, He will truly encourage your heart. So excited to get out here to preach. I don't can't, forgot to turn it on. All right. You know, I think it's important, and I was preparing for the message this week about every six weeks or so, or maybe every couple months, to look at the Lord's Word and how, how close we are to Him coming back. And, and the reason being, and I want to relate some of the scriptures to you today, what God's Word says about that. So let's pray. Father, we are so thankful. Lord, when we go to bed at night, as your child, we know that we can have peace no matter what's taking place, or what's going on in the world, what we hear in the news, as we know someday we will be in heaven. And Lord, most of all, that we could possibly be taken in the rapture. So Father, as we look to your word today, and the craziness of all that's going on, may we realize how close that we are. May it spurn us in our hearts, Lord. May we live a different way. May problems not seem as big. Lord, may we look to you. May we see you in all things. In Jesus' name, amen. I want you to look at in 1 Timothy in chapter 4 and verses 1 and 2. You know, I heard something this week. If, if you didn't know this, you have parents of teenagers. If you didn't know this or not, there's a new new nickname for uh, teenagers today, and they're called screenagers. And I thought, what is that? And they go, they spend so much time on their phones and iPads, <laughs> they've nicknamed them screenagers. So uh, there is a school system also in North Carolina that's actually taken all the mirrors out of all the bathrooms because so many of the boys and or girls would get up, say, hey, I have to go to the bathroom, I have to go to the bathroom. And the reason being is they were actually videotaping uh, TikToks and YouTube shorts in the bathroom. So they took all the mirrors down. And I thought, wait a minute. I thought, now, I come from the air that I, I got spanked by the principal in high school. Uh, <laughs> Someone didn't believe me when I just said that, I think, over here. But I did. I, I, I did. <laughs> Other things, too. But anyways, wait, wait a minute. Whatever happened to discipline? What happened to say, hey, you're going to serve detention or uh, suspension, but they go, they subvert and they go around and they take, instead of them getting in trouble, they take the, or you can't go to the restroom. It is crazy what we're living in today and how we're coddling anyone and everyone and there's no discipline in all the things that we're seeing and because of that, we, this is where we're at. What does God say in his word in 1 Timothy in chapter 4 about where we're at? Now the spirit, in other words, for expressly, another word can be clearly says that in latter times some will depart from the faith giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons. What that basically is, those that depart from the faith is because they're listening to false teachers 
and to what they're preaching. Speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their own conscience seared with a hot iron. You know, where we are today, if you ask yourself the question, if you follow whether it is on different things on social media or all the things you see and you hear different preachers today, ask yourself this question, your questions, you're seeing all that all across these media platforms today. Do you hear, ever hear about sin or about hell or about eternity, all these things. No, it's always about how to, how that you can feel better, how you can gain more things in this life. Those are things what this is, God's word is telling us. This is where we're at. What I'm trying to get you to see today as we finish this message is that we are closer than we've ever been before. It makes us live in a different way. And that being is, you know, uh, we're going to show this at the end of the service today, but if you saw uh, at the end of one of the playoff games last week where uh, Houston won the week prior, Houston, Texas, and, and the quarterback is a Christian, and he thanked the good Lord and gave Jesus the glory for, and NBC broadcast was interviewing him and thanked the Lord for, for just letting him play the game and, and having a victory and what it means to play and so forth. That was live. Well, the rest of the day and that night and further in the week, they cut that part out. They cut it out. I'm going to show it to you in the service today. What does that hurt? Think where we're at today and, and what we're living in. See, I want you to see what we're actually living in. All of a sudden, for years, we, we know that there was anti-Semitism, and then all of a sudden, wow, the last six months or last few months, we've seen it like we've never seen it before. All across the world, the Bible says before Jesus will come back, we would see that. All these different things that, that we're seeing, and I, I wrote so many different things down that it's just hard to... to to grasp all of it, and I got to be careful with what I say because some of the graphics of it, but there was a reporter for MSNBC that was actually justifying adult, unbelievable graphic. I, I, I got to be, again, careful what I'm saying and justifying it, leaving these kind of books and graphic illustrations, very graphic, in the school library. She was justifying that before they had a person on there, which I was so glad it made her look terrible for justifying that. She's taken a lot of heat since then. But this is where we're at. There, there is no shame. There is no pushback. And, and now what we're facing in the United States, let's don't be naive that the border crisis that we see in our country. But I always say, you know, as I, those verses that I just read, more than anything else, more than anyone else that I face or that I talk about those two verses, I blame in the United States of America what we're hearing from where I sit and where I stand. What you hear, what we hear all across the pulpits today in the United States and all across the world, there's no hope given in Jesus Christ. There is no conviction of what is being said. And I want you to know the more callous 
that our world gets, the closer that we are to Jesus coming back. Let me read to you another verse. We're going to look at a couple verses. In 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 and verses 5 through 8. Do you not remember that when I was still with you, I told you these things? You know what's so important here? I want you to get this. Is a brother and sister in Christ in your life? Do you have one that you can call up, you can talk with, that you can pray with, that reminds you who Jesus is in your life? And we've all got to have that. As iron sharpens iron, in this time, you have to have somebody that reminds you you're not alone. Hey, remember, remember what God says here? Remember what the book of Psalms says here? Remember what, remember what the apostle Paul said in this verse? That, you know, the Lord never leaves us or forsaken us. Never, ever, ever. God's always with us. Do you not remember? We need to have that. And, and as it continues on and uh, let's go back to where verse 5. Do you not remember that when I was still with you, I told you these things? And now you know what is restrained that he may be revealed in his own time. For the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. Only he who is now restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way. You know who that is? Right now in our world, it's you. You are the ones that are restraining everything that's taken place. The Holy Spirit that lives within you is restraining what is happening in our world today. We are the ones that are, are standing up for what is right and, and for what is wrong. We are the ones that are going before the school boards or going in different things saying, no, this is not right. It is us as believers today, we are restraining the evil one and knowing when, when the rapture takes place, let me share with you in this way. The Holy Spirit will work the way the Holy Spirit worked in the Old Testament. And I believe from other theologians that I read, you see, what do you, what do you mean, Dallas? It, it, it will come and it will go. It will, it will be in a way that people can still get saved, but it will be very, very difficult. You and I are the ones that are restraining evil today. Know that. Know that you are. The Lord works through you. And it is amazing to me when I'm talking to someone and all of a sudden I begin to speak to someone about Jesus. I, I know there's, there's something that's happening right then. It's not me. It's not you. It's the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is working in such a way. He won't work that way. You and I are restrained. Think about that. You are the one that is restraining evil in our world today. We are. Now, let's listen to the last verse there in, uh, in verse 8. And when the lawless one will be revealed, whom the Lord will consume with the breath of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of his coming. Now, I want you to keep that in mind. I want you to look at the other verse I kind of skipped over in Romans chapter 13. And, and notice what it says. Jesus will destroy with the brightness of his coming. In Romans chapter 13 and verses 11 through 12. Do you not know this? 
In other words, why am I bringing this message today? I'm bringing it to remind me and to remind you. Actually, why are we here today? We are here today to give ourselves hope. We believe in a risen Savior. We believe Jesus is coming back someday, and, and we are getting ready for that time. And all I'm trying to do is to get you to see how close that we are and the importance of knowing that. And, and the scripture says again, let me read, and do this knowing the time now is high time to awake out of sleep. For now our salvation is nearer than we first believed. The night is far spent. The day is at hand. Therefore let us cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Remember when Jesus uh, was risen on the first day of the week. That's why we worship on the first day of the week. And as he rose from the grave, there were, there were two angels that were there and it, it scared the guards. Why, why, why did it scare the guards? Because of the brightness of who they were at that time. It is the brightness that we, that, that we see. It is that armor of light that we have that pushes back the darkness. It's when you speak the word, is that when you know the word, there is such a power in that. There is so much light in that that it pushes the darkness back. I don't want you to, to, to minimize that or forget that, to know in any place that you are, or anything the devil tries to do to your family or to your position at work or to whatever it might be, is the closer we get to the Lord come back, the devil hates who you are and what you stand for. Now, we don't have to, to get all upset about that or anything. All we have to know is, do I have the armor of light on? Because there is a brightness about it. It's as simple. Middle of the night, you get up to use the restroom. What do you do? You go over and you very simply flick the light switch. There's no effort in that, is there? Not at all. What the Lord wants you and I to say as a believer, we know what to do. It's right here. When we put our armor on, we put the helmet, the sword, we have the armor, the breastplate, all these things the Lord wants us to have. I want you to know that you will never lose ever you know what frustrates me I uh, it so frustrates me that I cannot I cannot work out like I used to it, it so frustrates me I just look at the weights I just don't know what happened I don't know what happened but what I'm getting at is you know what God's word tells us about our spirit about you and about me all of us the more the, every day that we live and our body weakens, our spirit gets stronger, becomes brighter. And the more that we walk with the Lord, the more the devil will try and do to you, but the less effective that he is. Always know that. I want you to know that. I want you to know in any aspect of your life. Why? Because we're, we are in some unprecedented times that we are living. I don't know, I, I don't think I, 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 I don't know how to say this 
and we're going to close here in a minute because I want to show that video at the end. But I, most things don't grab me, and, and I'm, I'm pretty much aware of everything that's going on today. But there's some things, go, did I, did I just see that? There is actual a, a video or, or an actual cartoon video. I was showing some of the pastors for the service today. There was a cartoon video that you can see that if a young person today looked to be like the kids in a cartoon anywhere from 11 to 15, if, if they don't feel like things are going as well or they have a certain illness or something that's happening, just real, things aren't just where they could be in life. And there's music playing along and the kids and they're talking. They can just go ahead and commit suicide. That's actually, you could look that up. That's actually where we are. I'm telling you, you are the light. You are the power of the Holy Spirit, Jesus working within you. That's why I and our pastors preach the way that we do and talk the way that we do because I don't know what we're going to see and what we're going. I never, ever thought from all the different things, I can go down the list from the transgender movement to all the other things that we see. I never thought we would see what we're seeing today. But here we are. Do I believe the Lord's coming back soon? Yes. Will we talk about a city church that we want to see as many people say before then? I don't know what it's going to look like, but I do know this. I know that every one of you here today and everybody that's listening, if you know Jesus is your Savior and you live according to his word, I want you to know that you have that brightness within you just the same as the angels did. You know, it's amazing. We read a couple weeks ago out of God's word in the book of Revelations that there will be no light in heaven because Jesus will light heaven with the light from him. And that's why he says a verse that we read before this. He will destroy the devil with the brightness of his coming. The devil, it will be so bright, the devil will not be able to do a thing and that will be it. What I want you to know that you have the power that you need for anything that you can name in your life that you might feel that you're losing to or failing. Through Jesus Christ as your Savior, through the Holy Spirit that's living within you, there is a power that you and I will always underestimate the power that we have. It is the power that restrains evil today that lives within you. And to know the more that we decide to let this power, this Holy Spirit become an armor of light in our life, the more battles that you will win. Because by faith, you are willing to trust Jesus Christ in any area of your life. And I want you to know, I believe without a doubt that we are living in the last days. And I'm not here to scare you. And maybe you're here visiting for the first time. That, that's not our point here at City Church. I just want you to know. So the Bible says in the book of James, I'm accountable for what I say here someday before the Lord. I want you to know Jesus is coming back soon. And the way I look at it, I want to reach as many people as I can for the Lord. 
You're not perfect. I'm not perfect. But I know if we live according to this word, the light will come from us. And we will be able to reach people. The light will also come from us. And we will be able to push back evil in the time that we live in. Please, please, I cannot challenge and encourage you enough. If we talked the last couple weeks, whatever area in your life that you need wisdom for, all you have to do is ask the good Lord. And not only he'll give you wisdom, he will brighten your path and he will show you the next step and the way to live and what to do. Let's pray. As our heads are bowed today, you know, um, if you're watching here today and you, you're just not sure whether it's YouTube or the other venues that we have on our church app and if you don't know Jesus as your Savior, I want you to know this is everything we do is because of this. Eternity is forever. I believe every time, and I'll say this again, every time someone tunes in, every time someone shows up here every week that you're blessed. When we worship the Lord in music and we open his word up, it reminds us eternity, eternity, eternity. And you always win with Jesus. If you don't know Jesus as your Savior and you're watching here today, I want you to know all you have to do is pray this prayer with me. Just pray with me. Jesus, I don't understand everything, but I so believe that you're God's son. And Jesus, I, I ask you, to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins. I believe you died on the cross for me. Jesus, anything in my life, forgive me. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. Father, we thank you for the power and the faith that all we have to do is take that step and in those that have been willing to pray, we say many times only we will know we get to heaven how many people were saved through all the different avenues of this ministry. So Lord, as we always do, we always will here in our new building that we meet in, if there's someone here today that doesn't know you as their Savior, Lord, maybe they come forward and I can open up your word because you tell us for whosoever, anyone, is willing to accept you as your Savior, can call upon the name of the Lord and they will be saved. So Lord, we ask it. We ask it, Jesus, in your name. Amen. I hope Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, has spoke to you today through his word. You know, no matter what you go through, no matter what you face in life, I want you to know that through the one, Jesus Christ, through his death on the cross of Calvary, he shed his perfect blood for you and for me. And if you pray right now and ask Jesus into your heart, the message that you heard today, why God is speaking to you, I want you to know that you can have hope. And all you have to do is pray with me right now. Don't try and figure it out. The Lord says, by faith, 
we accept Jesus as our Savior, and you'll have hope for eternity. You say, Dallas, will you help me? What do I have to do? Well, let me share with you a verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. If you're willing to believe that God sent his Son to die on a cross for you, just pray this prayer with me right now. And you can have heaven as your home. Jesus will forgive you for anything you've done in this life. And you can have hope from this day forward. Pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you're God's son. And you came and lived a perfect life. And you died on the cross. And you shed your perfect blood for all of my sin. And right now, Jesus... I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. Contact us through our website, City Church AC. Or you can get at our church app through any of the um, streaming services. And we want you to know that we'll contact you. And from this day forward, no matter what you face, you'll always have hope knowing that Jesus is your Savior and he'll come through in your life. Thank you for being with us today.